This show is about growing your business. Short-term thinking in times of uncertainty can harm a business in the long term. This is the topic of Brand Tips today. Brand Tips, a show about growing your business. Here is your host, Peter Rodriguez. Brand Tips is a show about growing your business, about helping you become a smarter marketer and build your brand management skill. It is about helping you succeed as a business leader, as a brand manager, and as an entrepreneur. It is a collection of knowledge and insights that I call brand tips, and they're based on real-life experiences, and I hope that you find them useful as you find new growth for your business. I am Peter Rodriguez, a charter marketer and CMO of Brand Igniter Inc. I welcome you to the show. Today, Mike Farrell and I talk about short-termism. Mike is an award-winning researcher and one of North America's thought leaders on studies about contemporary trends and values. Mike is the president of Arel Insight. I think that the definition of short-termism, which is not really a word in the English language, but it is something that represents this mindset that we unfortunately are going through. And I don't, I think it is exacerbated by COVID and the return from COVID, but it has been going on for quite some time. And in my mind, it is um, an obsession with results for now. And uh-huh. for now, I mean, this month sales, this quarter profits, this year results and not seeing beyond that. Now, um, this has become so uh, pervasive because uh, the ability to do tactical stuff has become much more um, generalized. So what I mean tactical stuff is like in in the last few years, almost anyone can, can create a campaign, if you will, on Facebook or social media of any kind. And with that, we get a false sense of um, efficacy, a false sense of efficiency, because we're look, we start looking at metrics that are very interesting to look at, but they don't necessarily connect with building brand demand in the long term. So it's almost like we have become addicted to creating demand for the short term, and the, uh, the 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 cost of that is that now, when you realize the how much you have to work to generate sales in the short term, uh, it's almost like a direct expense, a direct cost of doing that instead of the model where you create demand based on brand attributes, brand benefits that go over time. So you create this preference for a brand over the long time long term and the investment that you make today actually becomes something that you reap the benefits from in the future with the obsession in the short term you are always having to do the same effort to get the sale today now because they do work in the short term they has become this has become a negative vicious circle in which everybody says well I'm going to put in some marketing spend so that we can generate these sales this month and make the the quota. And then there's nothing wrong with that when you actually need to do it because it's a sales and marketing tactic as well. But the problem is when that becomes the norm. And so you're always doing this for the month to make the quarter and to make this year. Yeah. So that is the short-termism 
equation that I think it's hurting businesses. Um, and I would compliment what I, I would add to what I just said is that the real benefit of applying marketing strategy, brand strategy comes in a strategic horizon of three to five years. That's when you, uh, you and I have worked on brands that uh, establish the long-term, create the conditions with the consumer insight um, grounding that enables strategic actions to take place and then generate these effects over the long-term. And um, that's how the most successful brands work. That is yeah. not happening in many places. When you look at all of these uh, amount of activity online and on social media, um, you notice that there is a desperate attempt to influence only the short term. So I think that that's where the issue is coming and it's becoming more pervasive across uh, the industry. Yeah, I, I, I do tend to, to, to agree with that. In fact, um, it's funny, a number of thoughts occurred to me on this is, one, it, it, it feels very um, tied into the discussion we had um, a couple weeks ago talking about, or, uh, about insight versus, uh, versus research, you know, and, 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 you know, all of that. And I think it ties into some cultural trends that may, and generational trends, that have been driven by um, access to technologies you were talking about. So this is a big challenge, I'd say, for, for the industry. And I have, I would say it, it, it's one of those things that how, you know, how untenable, how tenable is it to even think that brand marketing will continue the way it was supposed to if we're all conditioned in the society now to, to get the, the big hit? Because you, I'm sure people in uh, political strategists are probably saying the same thing. <laughs> you know, I'm sure uh, you see it happen in the stock market, for instance, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, it, it feels like it's antiquated now to think about the slow growth, you know, and, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not now it's all about like getting the big hit and moving all your, your, your stocks around uh, for, for this season. You know, I just saw it today on the Wall Street Journal, you know, how to move your stock, you know, the Fed in, in the States just raised the rate. So everyone's like, how do I move everything? And it's like, it's so funny. Yeah, the, the Canadian perspective is always a little more reserved and they're like, no, don't move your money. Just do this, you know, shore it up a little bit in the States. It's like all in again. So, and, and, and I think that that change has always happened, but the big question I have is will, is there a way to remedy this? Because I feel that we're going up against not just something in marketing, we're going up against something in society, which is less strategic thought, more focus on the now, which really makes me, you know, to, to, to um, paraphrase uh, Joe Biden at the General Assembly talking about Ukraine, makes my blood run cold. The idea <laughs> of, um, of being less strategic and, 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 and far more focused on short-term gains. I, I, I think it back in terms of brand marketing, I think what can happen is I bet a lot of people always, I, I, and I've seen it happen. You know, people say like, oh, we're doing this little thing and oh, we're doing this other little thing. And I'm sure there's a strategic marketer or a brand planner somewhere in the mix. Maybe, you know, I wonder, that's another whole thing. Like, is there a role for brand planners? And I'm, I'm sure you're going to talk a bit about CMOs, but this idea that someone's there checking in going, I'm sure someone is going, you know, it's a new rollout of something and, and they're going to call it a strategy instead of a mm -hmm. campaign. 
and then and someone else is going to say well is it on brand oh yes of course it's on brand but you could see you know 20 <clears throat> tactic tactical strategies aka i mean that's that's dissonance right there people going you could see how it's moved you, like you know in one year 20 little campaigns have turned into no strategy and maybe you've moved yourself away from the key um faith and and rationales for 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 the brand and its power that you started with well i think that you have hit the nail in the head uh mike because this is not only happening in marketing or in business it is happening across a number of disciplines uh in the because we feel that we need to go as fast as the noise around us. It's not that technology is going faster. It's not that life is going faster. It's not that things are happening faster. It's that the noise is getting louder. So uh, a lot of the work that uh, people like you and I do for organizations and businesses is to uh, help them see things from the foundational point of view. And the foundations haven't changed. I mean, the how has changed but the foundation has i mean at the end of the day businesses are here to make money to create value to create wealth and the way that we do it has um become much more you know adapted to a number of things including technology including societal change now having said that i think that there will be the world is going to be split into two it's going to be split into a large majority that stays in the noise and there are going to be a few who choose to step back and apply the principles of strategy uh, to their thinking and to their business. Now, down the road, I am certain that those that choose thinking strategically will be miles ahead than the others that don't. And that's why you will see all of this change in companies coming in and uh, trying to raise money and trying to generate some change and then poof, they disappear uh, because they were unable to create that real demand for uh, or meet the demand uh, for a specific benefit. A lot of organizations are doing that. They're just going all out, uh, spending their the money they raised and uh, trying to get results over the first two or three years. And if it's a startup, get an acquire for a lot of money and then exit. Now, on the other hand, you see organizations that are that continue to invest in strategy, like long term. The uh, organizations that, regardless of conditions like markets going up or down, recession in or recession out, they continue to understand the consumer, the customer, to create value for their desires and then build brands that uh, can capture that demand. And, and, and not only that, but also create that with a premium price. So I am fascinated by those organizations that can do that. Now, it's not always the top tier organizations because they are also falling into the trap. And maybe many of them are trapped into the quarterly reporting thing. So they have to report X results versus the previous quarter or the same quarter of next year. And that's how they're measured. So that forces in decisions that um cripple the long term that's mm -hmm. a reality and you know you and i worked on uh corporate um with corporate brands and that is some sometimes what needs to happen now but the real effect is that those who choose to go the other way the strategic way 
they that's when they advance in a big way. So you see uh, brands that are challengers, so that we call challengers, that are gaining market share, they're gaining presence, they're gaining a stature that challenges big brands down the road. And that doesn't happen overnight. It is a consistent build that allows them to capture, first of all, the imagination and thoughts and desires of consumers, customers, and then translate them into a premium price offering that they benefit from. And there are tons of examples for that. Uh, now, the challenge is how do, how, do, how, do, how do we shift the mindset in the corporate world so that we can do this? I mean, some people are choosing to do um, intrapreneurship. I think that's what it's called. I mean, something that emulates what is enter entrepreneurship, like being an entrepreneur outside, but being inside. Does that model work? Maybe it will work for some, but you it's very hard to, to behave like a small business when you are in the middle of a very large business. Some companies are choosing to uh, put all of that innovation outside of the mothership so that they can operate as a smaller business. Will they be able to do it? Hopefully they will. Um, but it's yet to be seen. Mm -hmm. Now, going back to the um, the principles that I mentioned, I mean, it is, and that, I think that that's why people in my, in our space have um, have a business because we are helping people identify growth drivers and inhibitors and create real answers for real issues. When you do that, in a, it simplifies the thinking. It simplifies the decisions. Now, uh, CMOs used to be at the center of that before. More and more CMOs are lasting only 18 months in their roles. Why? Because they're not real CMOs. When you ask them, do you do any of these things? For example, do you influence the <clears throat> long-term strategy? Do you have any, any say about where we will be three years from now and how this marketing um, uh, plants will deliver bottom line. Those decisions are, if you are, I've asked a number of CMOs if they do that, they don't hmm. because they're more focused on creating the short term uh, with the tools that they have at hand, including all of the social media stuff. I mean, the, the tactics, but they're not thinking that way. Are they, uh, another question, are they involved in product design, innovation, decisions on product mix? No, a lot of them are not. The real CMOs are involved and they uh, have a say and they have skin into those decisions. Many of them don't. So yeah, to your point, who's doing the brand strategy? At some point it is the CEO and perhaps the CFO because they try to put this together from a financial point of view, but the CMO is uh, in many cases relegated to, okay, now go and sell this. So it's almost like a glorifying sales uh, roles um, that are very important and strategic, but now they have become very tactic. I agree. And and it's one of those things, it's, it, it's uh, let's, let's be honest about it. The CMO role from kind of, it had its heyday when, you know, it, it felt like, ah, back when the earth was cooling, it came out. It was, you know, it was never even in the C-suite up until maybe... 15 years ago i can't even think but but re and, and remember it, it it very quickly morphed to become a less sort of a, a sub brand of the c-suite it's just mm -hmm. never been uh, it's never been seen universally in our industry or anywhere really 
you know, uh, that it's a sort of a, a bonafide suite that's like, you know, it, like, it's not like the CEO or the COO or the C uh, or, or the CTO even. It, it's it's been sort of this redheaded stepchild, and I, my children are redheaded, but you know, it's, it, it feels like it's not been treated well from the start, which means this entire sort of organization around strategic marketing and just even strategic thinking has been slowly declining. And I think we we can't, one, one thought that occurred to me when you were talking uh, about, you know, the evolution of it is that it's not technology driven. And we've talked about that. It's sort of been technology, uh, uh, you know, accelerated. But, you know, you go way back into our sort of the early days of, of industry and the decentralization of, of um, where things are made, et cetera, the, the globalization of, of, of the offshoring of different things. All of that has, has had major, quite often negative impacts on, on, on an economy. And we're only seeing now that people are starting to realize that, you know, like 20, 30 years, 40 years ago um, uh, in North America, everything started getting offshoring. And now you're seeing everyone going, oh, we gotta, we gotta come back. That's not, that's not doing anything for our economy. In fact, it's in the case of something like where, where we offshore to, to China, it, they're, they're a quasi, you know, not an enemy state, but definitely a competitive state. And now they have the huge advantage because everything's being produced there and then they have us over a barrel and you're seeing that play out. So it, it, it seems like the odds are, are over generations now stacked against strategic thinking and 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 what the hell do we do about it you know because mm -hmm. i don't think it's at all any uh, about um marketing I, I think it has to do with the entire world view that we have now and it's a problem um one quick question is and and i i, I guess it's uh, going to be polarizing is is there a future for the cmo role because I'm not seeing it getting treated with the respect it deserves. I think it's in, in its current state, if the CMO uh, is about doing tactical stuff, paying for digital ads, um, hyping up things on social media, um, no, the, I would not see a future for that. Now, I think that the function of a strategic marketing role is still going to be there. Well, will it be carried by the CEO or um, a couple of people in the leadership team? Yes, because the function still needed. Now, will they do it to the level that a, uh, like a trained marketer would do it? Probably not. Because um, the, the, the thing with marketers is that we put together in one place all of the considerations from a business and consumer standpoint. So it's almost like connecting those drivers in the consumer's mind, the customer's mind, the market in general, to the capabilities and um, competitive advantages that a company may have. And then putting all of that together and creating that solution that is both distinctive and relevant uh, and capable of being priced at a premium, that's what generates uh, top line and bottom line results. Is that important? Yes. Is that still needed? Yes. Is that something that people can um, relate to uh, very quickly? Yes, I think so. Um, will it be called the marketer or the CMO or the chief growth officer or so many fancy names that people are desperately trying to 
uh, to use to define what I just described. Uh, who knows? But I, I I don't think that in its current the current incarnation of most of the CMO roles are mostly tactical, and that's why they don't last more than eighteen months. And, yeah, um, that is going to they, you know now it's almost like they last the amount of time that their campaign lasts. So a campaign goes for 18 months, the CMO goes for 18 months, and then off we go to something Yeah, new. It's kind of but sad to think that, about. But you know, I think that this starts with conversations like this, like uh, when, um, uh, I, when, when people, I had the uh, opportunity to attend a great conference this week. Um, it's, uh, it was uh, based on resilience. That was the core theme. And at the core of that is uh, when when you face scarcity, when you face opportunity, when you face all of those dynamics that put a, a business and an individual um, in serious uh, in a serious challenge, that's when um, we are forced to think strategically. I think that when we are in times where we don't feel that it is more difficult to say okay so we really what's important mm -hmm. um but the short-term um addiction that we have uh i don't think it's going to go away either i think it is going to be a matter of those who choose to separate themselves from this who look at the long term who look at real value creation in the long term those are the ones that are going to win and those are the ones that are going to rely on people who think strategically, not only in marketing. I think that uh, CFOs have a big role to play as well. I mean, when CFOs think strategically, they become the best ally of a CMO because then you're creating the future that actually delivers the bottom line. And that's the value creation that everybody wants. Mm -hmm. So I, um, but I think that in order to do that, you need to, there are certain certain organizations and certain people who will do it. I don't think everybody will do it, especially if you're tied to the quarterly results. It becomes much more difficult to, to yeah. achieve. Here's the thing that I, with, I agree you know, with, with a heavy heart. It's, it's, um, it's a challenge. A couple of things that you mentioned in that made me think about the sort of how deep the strategic problem is. Is one, you said, you know, uh, we've been focusing a bit on the C-suite and, and, you know, the CMO and the decline of the CMO and, and how someone in the C-suite is going to be running that. But it made me think that if, if, if you just have a standard command and control structure, sort of use a military uh, um, metaphor there, um, it, doesn't, it doesn't play right into uh, long-term success. Um, uh, you look at what's happening right now to, uh, to Putin's army. It's it, it, it's it's evident that the that 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 the command control situation is 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 stopping the troops on the ground from doing anything, which is a good thing because <laughs> we're all rooting against them. But you're seeing how command and control, if it's just uh, if if it's all based on that, and there's not uh, you know the uh, letting the troops have. Uh, some sort of say uh, uh, on their on where things are going with with some sense of strategy in mind, it really hurts the way of doing things. So if we take that back to what we're doing here, I'm, I was thinking like, are the new recruits into say the marketing world? Are the new people that are being trained at our universities and colleges are they focused on the short term, or are they? 
are they just, uh, you know, are they being trained in specific areas? Like I'm a social media specialist. I'm a data analyst. Uh, am I a Salesforce, um, you know, graduate, you know, all that kind of stuff. Those are all great technical skills, but are we building at all of the colleges around, especially at the colleges, George Brown, it's Rotman, et cetera, you know, um, are we highlighting enough the importance of this strategic strategic value? And 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 my answer for what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing on the ground is it's a question mark. So I'd, I'd like to know what your thoughts are on that. I agree with that, um, Mike. I think that I see that from a number of people that I, um, a number of new graduates from MBAs and from uh, university who um, come to me to talk about uh, the path to a successful marketing career. So I do a lot of that um, in my mentoring that I do both formally and informally. And I can see in the first three minutes of our conversations uh, where they have been in their education. And it is uh, unfortunate, no matter what kind of a university you're talking about, the the amount of strategic thinking is not as um, abundant as it should be. It is more about the tactical things. It's about the tactical uh, tools. And don't get me wrong, I think that it is important to have those, but it is almost something like um, knowing how to drive. I mean, you need to know those skills, and of course, they're important, but they 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 don't make your uh, career. They're just uh, abilities that or capabilities that you have and that you use. So knowing how to use uh, technology on social media that is not that that is something that everybody should know. It's not something that differentiates you. Now, what really differentiates people is how they think about the consumer and brand relation. That is what's most of the times missing because that uh, brand strategy mindset has not been discussed and has not been connected to how that drives value to the, bo to the bottom line. And those are things that um, I notice uh, across the board. The That opens a big opportunity for all of us who were fortunate to grow up in a time where we were at the center of those business decisions. If you wanted to be a marketer, you had to speak PNL, so to speak. You had to be able to understand how a business decision would have an impact, a marketing decision would have an impact over three years, over five years. And you were able to prove it based on numbers, based on hard facts. That ability uh, is something that needs to be plugged in. And it's plugged in through consulting sometimes, through some good agencies that do this. Um, but in general, it is, it is not easy to see. So how to solve this? I think that it is, there's never anything wrong with going back to basics. So just going back and say, why are we doing this? And what is the objective? Why, what do we want to achieve with this business? And it generally, after two or three questions, you get to the brands. And then you start looking at the brand in a context of how is this actually adding value to the consumer in a way that it generates uh, higher margins. When you frame it this way, then all of the conversation about the tactics fall um, fall to the to the side, because 
then you're thinking strategically, you're forcing that. I think asking questions is, and better questions and smart questions is the way to do it. Um, I, I think that we don't spend enough time asking those questions. We jump to the conclusions because we think we know what the answer is. We think we know based on our experience, but the consumer's um, knowledge, the consumer insight is uh, what drives the the strategy, like good strategy. So asking good questions in the boardroom, asking better questions in a setting where you're actually working with just your close associates, let's say the marketing director with uh, senior brand managers or brand managers in those conversations, uh, when the right questions are asked, then you're left with a number of uh, things to resolve. And that is a good start instead of saying, well, we have to run and do these campaigns because we have to use the budget this month. The nature of those conversations based on questions is incredibly important. When you go up a higher level and you ask the question from a CEO, most likely the result will be the same. You will be left with a number of things to resolve. Putting all of these things into one place is how uh, you get to the right issues to resolve. So maybe you may start with a hundred issues to resolve, but if you narrow it down to the one or two that will materially move the business towards that value creation, that's when you have a, uh, the, the the window to, to create strategy. Mm -hmm. So my opinion is ask better questions. Um, take the time to know and validate what the consumer or customer want. Challenge yourself to understand that first and have the proof and facts that show that. If you don't have it, then that's when you call Mike uh, to figure out, Mike Farrell, to figure that out. I mean, what is in the consumer's head? What is it the desires that haven't been met? What are the perceptions of their own lives, the brand, and how the brand connects to them? Take the time to do that. Ask better questions and then you have a plethora of strategy opportunities and then the tactics follow and maybe the people who are doing the tactics that's when they will come in and they will do what they do but this thinking this so uh, this way to look at things um will will yield profit uh in the long term not only for this quarter that's what i think I agree, and, and it's a perfect way to wrap it up. And and thank you for for pumping my program. Uh, together we're a team, so yeah, come to us and any anybody else that's in your network that is asking less questions about how and more questions about why. And this was our show for today. I want to thank you for giving us your time, your attention, and I hope that the brand tips, knowledge for brand management that we have discussed today are helpful, valuable to you as you grow your business and your career. Please keep your comments coming. I answer each and every one of them, and I thank you for the insight that you share with me and the feedback. So stay connected. You can connect with Mike Farrell. His profile is on screen and you can connect with me on LinkedIn, or you can subscribe to the newsletter the podcast, and the videos on YouTube. I want to make sure that you receive value for the time and attention you give us. Thank you again, and I will see you next time. This is Brand Tips, a show about growing your business, produced for you by Brand Igniter Incorporated. Become a smarter marketer. Build your brand management skill. 
Our mentoring and consulting programs help ignite your business growth. Start your individual or corporate plan at brandigniter.ca.